Hey, I'm Zach Robinson. And I am Leo Bierenberg, and we are the composers of Cobra Kai, and you're tuning into Cobra Kai Companion. back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion. We're doing another live stream, and I'm Peter. And I'm Brianna. And joining us are the composers of the Cobra Kai show and video game, Zach Robinson and Leo Bierenberg. How you doing, gentlemen? Yeah! We are terrific! Was that a raise the roof? Oh, are we still doing this? Is that a... It could, oh, yeah. Leo loves to raise the roof. Right? I, yeah. I, love, I love lifting heavy things over my head, so... Yeah. Packages. I'm a mailman. I do that too. I will Sometimes leave you I guys do the shoulder. to all that stuff. I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope. Well, thanks for having well, us. Yeah, yeah. You know, thank you for uh, uh, for for being here, and congratulations on you know we haven't talked since the first time you guys came on about you know over a year ago, but congratulations on the success of Cobra Kai moving to Netflix, but thank also you. the video game. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh yeah. The last time. Oh yeah. I think the last time we uh, talked to you was before season two, like because I remember that we hmm. we could not talk to you about anything. Yes, basically because I, we were trying. What was to, it okay? It was. It yeah. was. So a lot has happened, um, but we'll say now that we'll 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 do another thing for season three with you guys. Okay. But we'll stick to the like we're not going to talk about spoilers or anything. <laughs> no. Okay, you, 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 I think you're right. I wanted to go back and listen to that interview. I didn't get a chance to, but um, I do. I, I thought it was before when we thought season three was going to come out. But I think what we all decided was that you guys would come back and we would talk about uh, season two and three. So oh, interesting. So I, yeah, I, I guess we can yeah. talk about some season two. Um, so yeah, for, for those that are interested and are, and are tuning in live, you guys haven't heard it yet, uh, go back and check out the interview with Zach and Leo on the audio podcast. Uh, that will eventually make it onto the YouTube channel. But um, Brianna, do you want to ask them anything about the, the season two uh, soundtrack? Um, well, I wasn't expecting I to, so you got to give me a minute to formulate <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. something. <laughs> we, we can talk about the game. I was just saying that we probably don't have season three. Uh, we don't have season three stuff to talk about quite yet. But oh, we, we would, yeah, we so would, we would not ask. We're, we're not that. We're <laughs> yeah. not that. The people tend to um, back into telling us stuff they're not supposed to, but we do not ask. <laughs> so, yeah, or maybe we'll I, get there. I, I do. I, I got one track uh, um, I want to ask about. I'm forgetting the title, but it, it's in the very first episode in 201 where, uh, you know, the Miyagi-Do is re, kind of re, I guess, rebuilding. It, it's when, like, Miyagi-Do fix up, maybe? Miyagi-Do yeah, fix up? Yeah, <laughs> so, is that what it's called? Okay, so, yeah, it, it's very, very wow, 80s. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, no, I call her uh, Encyclopedia Brihanica, is what I call her, because... <laughs> Yeah, like I, I bet you she can probably um, pick up more of the uh, similar cues from the video game, you know, in the soundtrack and compare it with like your other stuff. I, I don't have the ear for that, but that the track that stands out, the Miyagi Fix It, um, it's very like 
late 80s early 90s freestyle is the is what i yeah. get from it you know like yeah. your johnny o yeah, or yeah. collage you know artists yes. like that so yeah. the last time you guys came on i mentioned how um johnny's story is my favorite track of of season one i think the miyagi-do uh Fix it. Fi- Miyagi, Miyagi uh, fix it? What is it called? Miyagi do fix, fix it up. Fix up. Okay, my apologies. I think uh, that might be my favorite track of season two. And I told you guys that with Johnny's story, sometimes I kind of like sing my own lyrics to it. And and you you asked, you know, for me to do something. I didn't get a chance <laughs> to do that. But I think I think the Miyagi do fix up would probably be easier for me to kind of do like, yeah, yeah, like a early 90s freestyle song like I, I don't have the voice but i can i can play with that a little bit yeah like lisa lisa colt jam yes and, yes and then the jets yes. yeah yeah mm-hmm. definitely for sure like big influence Some on that, Stevie on that. It, yeah absolutely like big big fan of that stuff I, it's funny that we actually um i don't know if a lot of people know this but there is a world where miyagi do fix up actually had lyrics yeah i w- uh, i was oh. about to say this i don't think anybody knows this there's like a uh I don't know if I'd call it half baked, but there there's kind of just like a parallel version of that that uh, almost had lyrics. It didn't it didn't end up getting in, but it existed and we have like recordings of it, but it just didn't get in. But we're happy with it, with how it turned out. We we like the instrumental, too, because it is the it's like the Miyagi. It's based off the Miyagi-Do theme. It's just like right. freestyle synthwave version. So. So when you say lyrics, like would it have been in like an actual song or like just some phrases here and there? Oh, it would have been a full song. Oh, like like your own bonanza because there are words, but no one knows uh, them. No, no, no. Like, like we were we were toying with the idea of making it an actual song, like that that same music, but having like vocals on top of it. And I, we go, we, I don't know, we went maybe like 70% down the road and then, and then decided the instrumental was the way to go. But, uh, I, I don't know if we've ever like told anybody that before. So (laughs) there you go. Exclusive (laughs) info. Hey, you're almost there. That's fascinating. I'm, (laughs) I'm sitting here trying to imagine what the lyrics could be because the lyrics for Bonanza are ridiculous. That's why they were never on the show. Um, but I would imagine you guys' lyrics would have not been ridiculous, so I really would have liked to hear them. Well, there's, there's part of like, maybe they would have been. They're like kind of, you know, it was like tongue in cheeky, like it's that, you know, thing with with '80s songs, right? Like where it's kind of not really about the movie. It's about. It's not like thematically involved with the movie. It's just about like love or or standing up for what's right or like yeah you know pushing it to the limit like it's not about it's not about really like anything specific but you know maybe we'll we'll end up doing that in the future not with miyagi do fix it but with with something else i i need something like the glow you know from uh the last dragon you know like like a, a theme song i actually do not know that it. oh okay okay um or like but i it mean sounds, well, it sounds but, like something i would enjoy 80s movie, <laughs> 80s movie theme songs were so ridiculously generic that they took a song that was written to be the theme song of Rocky Four and made it the theme song of The Karate Kid 2. So, exactly. I, I, yeah, it, it fits everything. Uh, this is exactly what was, this is what the, exact, was the Rocky uh, Four theme. What? What was the theme in Rocky Four? 
Glory of Love was supposed to be in Rocky Four. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but but the but the big Rocky Four. What's the what's like the the one that was in there that was really like uh, Hearts on Fire? Is that Rocky Hearts on IV? Fire? Yeah. No, yeah, wasn't it the beating four? heart? Hearts on Fire was there. I mean, they're all freaking they're survivor all songs. Hearts. So what does it matter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, let, let's talk about the the video game then. Um, how did you guys even get involved with that? Did game is it Game Mill? Like they, they reached Mill. out to you guys. We yeah. Well, I, first of all, I'll say actually. That, like, well, I think what happened. Well, as Zach, say what you were going to say first. I was going to say that literally since like day one, we have asked them if there was going to be a video game because yeah. video game music is like a very big influence on the score. Like. For Cobra Kai, you know, Strike First, Hallway Hellscape, all this stuff is like, we like seeing the YouTube comments. They're like, this makes me feel like a Capcom game. We're like, yep, great. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. And and we just like asked, we would always ask them, like, is there a video game? Is there a video game? And they're like, maybe. It sounds cool. Like, cool. And then one day, literally, John was like, yeah, there is a game. There is a game. (laughs) And we were just like, can you put us in touch with whoever? Like, we just didn't want anyone else to do it and like do it badly so not not that they would have done it badly but like do it we didn't want anyone to be like knocking us off when like we are here and could just do it you know um it was it was important to us to do it like we really we really wanted to do it feel it's part of the like sonic lineage of the whole thing so like yeah so then john put us in touch with uh somebody and then and then it worked out and we started talking to game mel That's fantastic. Oh. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. I'm just, I'm just, oh, okay. I'm, I'm listening. I'm just, I'm fascinated by the whole process of how the video game came about, when it came about. Um, was it before YouTube? Was it after Netflix? Um, uh, it was really right before. when COVID started, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, so that's, when we, that's when we got on. That's when we got on. Yeah. But they had been working on it. Oh, okay. Okay. So it started under the YouTube banner then and switched oh, yeah. over. Oh yeah. yeah. It was pre, it was pre Netflix. In fact, we totally finished it. I, I guess we knew we were probably finishing it right around the time that it was like announced that it was, the Cobra Kai was moving to Netflix. Right. Zach. I, I think, I think well, we, were that, like, June, June? we were done in June yeah. and then I think Netflix, they, what announced in like August May, or no, it wasn't August. You're right. It might've been June. So yeah, it, it was, was right around funny. the same time. So it, yeah. Game mill was pretty jacked That's about awesome. it. <laughs> like it was a good, I mean, I think it was like they lucked out, right? Like, I mean, you couldn't have asked for better, better timing. Oh yeah. yeah. So that was that was June. The game just came out yesterday at the time of this stream. When did you guys um, finish up the, the the soundtrack? Like all, June, all done, submitted in, in like, June. In, in June. Oh. June. Yeah. So we had about two two to three months. It was a quick turnaround, actually. Actually, um, this was this is pretty interesting for like when we do music for a show like for Cobra Kai or, or for a movie or something like music's usually like pretty much the last thing that goes into it. Like we sit there at the final mix and then they like print master it and send it off and do like quality control, like right after the music's done. But with the game, actually we were not like the last component. They had like 
all of these steps that they had to do in terms of like implementation that they needed our final music for. So it, it was a little different for us to having not like neither of us has done a video game before to like, you know, turn in music and then just not really know when it was actually coming out. And then like months later, have it, have it come. Did you guys get a chance to see like this, the cutscenes and things that have your music and then the it, gameplay? Very little. They sent us a, like every once in a while, they would send us kind of like an updated folder of assets that had like art or sometimes some gameplay footage or like, I think the, the most fun one to look at was like all the character designs. Cause it also had like all the, all the like bad guy designs, the, go- the goons really. <laughs> yeah. All the goons. Like, um, um, it's so, it's we, like, you know, we had that for inspiration, but we didn't do any like scoring the like the level while we were like watching the level or, um, yeah. Or like even scoring a cutscene. Like, yeah, the thing that the thing that um, the the whole fun, like the funny thing about this is that, like, we knew exactly the type of music that it was going to be from years ago, like when the game was in our heads. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we didn't even need anything. They sent us all this stuff and we didn't have much to work with. But like the vibe, basically, our only guidance was like, make it sound like Cobra Kai. And I think by nature of us doing the score, it sounded like Cobra right. Kai. So, so like <laughs> that, that, that completely eliminated any type of like issue. And then because of that, we just got to like go buck wild. So like, yeah, this was like really like we got to go really crazy. But, you know, we grew up on on these types of games, like these like side scrolling brawlers um and when they told us that it was going to be like oh you know what streets of rage or like that thing was like yeah of course like okay we know exactly what we're going to do yeah so it was streets of rage was a big one they gave us a lot of like i mean a a lot is an understatement they literally like a lot of credit to them they just let us do whatever we want like it was really gracious of them and i'm glad and they did a few times say like oh you know can we have this be a little faster there are certain things with video games you need to keep in mind like boss music needs to be faster than the rest of the uh of the like level music Mm -hmm. which like so sometimes they said like this doesn't work you know when you're playing it linearly this like doesn't work but in terms of style like again like we just cobra kai is so already so imbued with that with that video game dna that we we felt like we had control and the other thing was is that we couldn't use any of the Cobra Kai f- music from the show. Mm. So they had no, right. there's nothing in the game that's from the show. There's like diff- totally different licensing agreements. There's no quiver. There's no like, you know, Miyagi-Do theme. It's all new. Oh, that's so fascinating. That's actually impressive because when I was listening to the video game soundtrack for the first time, when it got to the shopping mall, I was like, that sounds like the fight at the mall. And it does, but you, then it isn't it, but it was enough that made me think of it. So very good. Why couldn't you guys use, why, why couldn't they license their own music to you that you wrote to, that it's so... <laughs> No, nobody you knows the, the answer to these questions. <laughs> Certainly not. Like, we could get like twelve lawyers in this chat and ask them this question, and they still wouldn't have an answer for it. Like, some studio legal licensing things are just beyond anybody being able to work out. 
Oh wow! Yeah. But I, I honestly, I think it was for I think it's for the best because he just I kind agree. of like gave us like a fun. Uh, I don't want to call it like a side project, but like it was like a new like it was a approaching quest. Cobra Kai from a, a side quest. There we go. That's a good <laughs> like we were approaching Cobra Kai as like material from a different angle that like that, that isn't weighted down in some ways with like using all the themes in such a narrative way and the way we do in the show. It was just like, let's fucking vibe out and jam. I would say it's like, it's like an album of Cobra guys. Like our, <laughs> like we have this track in the first, uh, in season one, that's just like this super freaking fun, like montage, uh, when, uh, Johnny is like handing out posters and we call it Cobra guy. And like, this is like a whole album of Cobra guys. It's like one offs that are all, they all sound like Cobra Kai, but none of them are from Cobra Kai. Uh, w- real quick here, um, you mentioned Cobra Guys. Uh, there's actually a podcast called The Cobra Guys. Mm-hmm. There are friends, Mikey and Jeremy. Jeremy, I happen to be rocking one of their shirts right now. <laughs> oh, wait, that's guys. Cool. So, I that, wait, I want that. Whoa, shirt. I want that shirt too. Yeah, yeah wait. There you go. Yeah, the Cobra Guys. Wait, wait. Can you hook us up with this? I I will talk to them and uh, see see what they can do. Wow, I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the snake um, has a name. I forget it. Our group, Paul. Pretty Paul. Our group chat with our music editor is called Cobra Guys. So there you go. Yeah. Now, um, with the video game, what were some of your guys' like uh, inspirations or slash influences? Like, uh, did you guys sit down and say, "This is the direction that we want to go with the sound"? Yeah, it was it was really very immediate. It was like we got hired, <laughs> and it was like, okay, we're gonna do we're gonna do like a lot of it, you know, like like Double Dragon, Final Fight. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mighty the Morphin movie, the, Power the Rangers. Movie, the video I hear the Power Rangers. Rangers. I yeah, hear, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can talk about Power Rangers. Let's sidebar that. Like, Power Rangers is a very big deal for us. Um, but, yeah, all of that stuff. And also, you know, Final Fantasy. Like, I... I um, when I was a teenager, I was in, like, a video game metal band called Dracula Mountain. And we played a it's lot amazing. of music. That, you, like, that, honestly, there's a track called... There's a few of these tracks on here that are basically, like... I got my degree in video game metal from Dracula Man, and this is what I used it for. Like Final <laughs> Dojo sounds basically like this that. This is band. your this was your uh, PhD. Yeah. Your thesis. Yeah. I, I even texted my my bandmates, my friends, and I said, um, do you guys like that I get paid to continue to write this music? <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so, so that did Luke was Luke the drummer in Dracula Mountain? He was. So okay. the drummer of Jackal Mountain actually plays on some of the new Cobra Kai season three stuff, which we will not oh. get into. But yeah, that's yeah. the only uh, thing we'll tell. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but and he's also the drummer in the band Onomatoguchi, if anyone is familiar with that band. They're like a chiptune punk band. Um anyway, so oh, and also Hayden is a very big he double gets dragon the video band. game references. He yeah, he, loves he's a big, double dragon. He, he loves double dragon. Talks, brings it up all the time. All the time. So, and and I think there's a lot of times in the show when we are clearly referencing that, like kind of ethos of like those kind of like '90s action set pieces, whether they're in video games or movies. And Hayden is always locking in on it. And I think that's that's 
we were just like, oh, okay, so like let's use those influences like from those games. Um, we also have influences. Leo, why don't you talk about like some of like the jazz, like the jazz and yeah, there's like some of this stuff like. It, it goes in like a couple every once in a while it rears its head in in cobra kai just like in the in the sound like ethos of it but like there was a little more outlet for kind of like some pat metheny jazz fusion like because I mean, for those who don't know pat metheny is like one of the greatest guitar players on the planet but specifically jazz guitar player and specifically jazz fusion guitar player and he influenced an entire generation of guitar players which like include all the guitar players that we work with um and so like there's just an opportunity in this kind of like really upbeat somewhat cheesy fusion music to like draw some some Pat Metheny influence, which is like, well, I spent my entire, I do, I do not play guitar, but I spent my entire um, high school just like listening to Pat Metheny. And it like some other ways that it like does, like that jazz fusion world is also like very uh, associated with the Iwi, which is this like electronic wind instrument that I do play like at our live show. And like a ton of the like pan flutes on the score are all like, me playing iwi and so like i don't know when they, they it was just it's like a fun like it, it's just another one of these influences that kind of like ties together and like applies to this zach were you going to say something I'll pay, specific? i'm going to piggyback on what you said too and this is this is really going into the weeds of video game music and i'm sorry but i don't know when else we get to talk about this but like jazz fusion like Okay, Japan, 1980s, like you have a lot of Japanese fusion jazz groups, including Cassiopeia. Yeah, I was going to say, Zach, Um, do you have your shirt on? (laughs) Yes, so including Cassiopeia, and you have all, and there's a band called T-Square, also featured like Iwi. A lot of these these musicians went on in the early 90s to compose for video games. So you have a lot of like, you have a lot of video games that have this like Japanese fusion, um, you know, jazzy sound. These are like very like intricate, tra- intricately trained like composers. And that's, that's why like Mario Kart music, like from Mario Kart 64 sounds like something that could come out of like 1985 or 1986, like mid 80s, like electronics and stuff. Anyway, so that's like, we figured that like if this is the vibe we're going for with like the rock and the metal stuff from side scrollers, there is also a heavy dose of like that jazz fusion as well. Sorry. Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, no, I, 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 I'm fascinated. Like, <laughs> there's just like for us, this is like the video game soundtrack. It's like the final piece in the puzzle and this like kind of philosophical, like, uh, like, uh, a Roboros that is like the the lineage here that's like the snake that's eating its tail like <laughs> symbol mm-hmm. um and and uh because like the, like the, the like cobra kai the show is like i don't know the like the, the sound for the music but also just like that the show implies is all based in this everything we've just been talking about these like metal influences these like jazz fusion influences like influenced by these video games that we played that were like scored by these guys who like played jazz fusion in japan in the 80s and 
And so we like made the show sound like it. And then the show becomes a video game. And so it's like, then we get to like do the more pure version of it feeding right back into like the video game ecosphere that will then like become more of the show music. Like it's this, I don't know. It, it was like very important for us philosophically to like, <laughs> like be a part of that, like circle of life. That's what I've got. The circle of like, there was a circle of life here with the sound and like, we've now taken from it and given to it. And I can you really tell you're that. the first people we've talked to about this. We've been yeah, holding on like to this yeah. information for like six months. <laughs> I, yeah. I, oh, wow. I'm loving this. Um, so the, the concept, you couldn't use your own music to create your own music. Um, but can you <laughs> take the video game influences into season four? Leo just asked that. No, honestly, we, like, I, I just do that? asked that as like a, as a hypothetical right before we started this call. I was like, what if we wanted to just like take? Uh, we were talking about the track on the video game album Reseda, which is like is just a banger. I think it's hilarious. Yes. Um, and and, uh, and I was just like, what if we just wanted to like slap that in a montage somewhere? Not that we just like slap things in montages, but like it, it was a hypothetical. Honestly, again, we'd have to get like 12 lawyers over here to answer the question. I have no idea. But like, I think the more important answer is uh, we, we have an endless amount of this stuff in our brains. So like, we don't, we don't need to. <laughs> nice. Um, now, is, did you find any challenges like trying to find a balance with the um, the music sounding kind of video gamey versus like what we hear in movies and TV? Yeah, I think that um, generally, like when we start up a project, we like to spend some time like kind of working out the sounds first for that project, like creating like a new template so that you don't always kind of like boot up the same old template like when we do like different projects that are not cobra kai related like we generally like to to kind of start from something else so the video game sound again we kind of knew what we were going for so we were like okay let's use some different like synths let's like really lean into some of the um you know like the fake like bass sounds and the fake flutes which we use in cobra kai but like really like we can really ham it up on like the fake sounding instruments because right. that's what they did so once we picked once you spend a few days like kind of going through that then you always every time you start up a new session to write you know you start using those sounds and it kind of naturally feeds into itself and i've been doing a lot of listening to the video game when we were like mastering the video game and we're also in the process of putting together the season three album and just like those were written not that far from each other but they it feels good because it really does feel like it's the same universe, but that they are like different. Um, they're like, you know, one's a side quest. One is its own thing. So you'll, you'll be able to hear similarities and differences, but most of it has to do with kind of the, the specific sounds and vibe that we were going for. Keep in mind, these are also like longer songs. They're not cues that are like a minute and a half that we have to like figure out how we're going to stretch the two minutes to get on the album. But um, these are actual like, you know, three and a half minute songs. So even by the nature of just writing that type of thing, it, it, it separated itself from the soundtrack. You bringing up, yeah, the, I, oh, I said you bringing up the fake flutes made me laugh because I'm the one that was teasing you about having all the fake flutes, but no real ones at Drew's stream. Um, I, play oh. the, I, I, I play the flute, so I'm sitting here waiting for you to bring one out. It's like, okay, that's not a flute. That's not a flute. So that, that was that one cracked me up. 
That's funny. No, we love we love the fake flutes. We love the fake flute. We actually but um, we do have real flute too. Yeah, we do the, have some score. real flute now. We've been we've been writing a lot of like bass flute, and uh, we my a friend of mine, a friend of ours uh, named Gina Luciani plays all of it, um, and she's amazing, and uh, that's a really fun color. The only thing I would uh, add to to this like discussion of the template and in the video game is that like we spend so much time in the working on the show kind of trying to make it sound as like cinematic as possible like that's really important to us to like really give it that kind of like sheen and 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 depth and um gravitas that you know a lot of it is in some of it's in the writing but like a lot of it is in kind of like the sound and how we mix it and how we record it and, and just like the sounds we choose and so like we were kind of like uncinemifying the Cobra Kai sound in a lot mm. of ways. Um, like it's like uh, I I don't know. It's like the same meal, but like they're cooked with like two radically different recipes. They like mm. use different ingredients. Yeah. Zach, I, I think um, you absolutely guys, hit give me, it. I, give me one second. I'm, I'm, I'm still here. I just have to stand up for a second. Okay, I'll talk um, to you. I, say, I, I think you definitely hit the sound um, because you know playing the game and it, it, it sounds like um, Aladdin's castle in 1986. <laughs> um, right. You know, walking through there and hearing all these different soundtracks hitting you from all these different arcade machines um and i it just it screams you know 80s stand-up video game to me i it's awesome i love it it's great great we haven't played it yet we're still actually waiting for our copies leo doesn't even have a system so i'm getting them all i'm back <laughs> I got i'm, ba- systems, I'm back but... yeah, yeah yeah i don't even have a system i can't <laughs> i can't play anything <laughs> yeah i um I, I played it last night and I did like a 30 minute, you know, Instagram live. And I said that I was getting like that 1997 Power Rangers feel or. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I was really digging that. Um, one of our moderators actually here has a, a really great question uh, from Mike. Uh, how were you able to compose and put everything together from March to June during the pandemic? It's pretty easy uh, with video oh. games. <laughs> yeah, I will say that. Like, you're not shooting anything. So, like, everything, uh, you know, we work separately anyway. Like, we don't work physically yeah. in the same location. So, that part was fine. And honestly, like, we do a lot of, I'm talking about for this specific project. Like, we only recorded a few other instruments, drums, guitar, um, and some other things. But, like, that all we normally sometimes do remotely anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we kind of have a system with that. And like everyone we work with has like a system for that. Um, so actually this, I mean, this was about the easiest project we could have had to do during the pandemic in terms of workflow. Um, Cause yeah, we like, we didn't have to get in a studio and record a group of people at once that like the outside of us, like, well, not outside of just us, but like that, that part of the film music industry has just like shut down totally. Um, especially during that couple months. And so mm-hmm. we were fortunate in that way that the sound is the sound that it is. So um, Woodley Avenue, speaking of, you know, multiple people and things like that, um, there are vocals on Woodley Avenue. 
are they Hi-ya. real people? <laughs> is that is this is that the hype? Yeah, yeah, Hi-ya. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's me just doing it, and I run it through this thing that makes oh. it sound like an eight bit. Uh, yeah, the, I, I, I have Zach sent me those eight bit vocals, and I like lost. I lost it. <laughs> I thought I was like, oh my god, that was so genius. <laughs> Wait, I actually hate. Uh, Peter, you played the game. Oh, uh, Brianna, you played the game too, or just Peter? Um, no, I, I I played it. I cannot get um, past the parking lot of Larusso Auto, but okay. Um, I got uh, inside. That's where well, it gets difficult. So I don't know if they put this, but we did something that um, I didn't know whether there was gonna be like. While I had that effect up, that like eight bit effect, I did something that was like, it's ka, it's. And it was supposed to be as oh. if, like, imagine, like, the Capcom logo, like, showing up. And it was supposed to be just, like, a little... I don't know if they did that. If it's, like, a game mail and then it has that sound, does it not? I feel like you might remember it. We'll discover uh, I wonder, very soon. I wonder if there's any, it like, might not special cut. code at the beginning when we when we turn on the, oh, on the maybe, video game. Yeah. When you <laughs> loaded... Also... Say, oh, Peter, sorry, when you loaded there. yours, you had credits running. I did not get credits on my first run. So huh. I don't Uh-oh. know what the difference was there either. Interesting. I'll, I'll discover this. But I actually was going to say something really funny that I grew up in Encino. Um, and it's really funny that like Woodley Avenue is a level because Woodley Avenue <laughs> was a block from my random street in Encino where like wow. there was a subway and like a Burger King. <laughs> And and like this like bagel place that my dad and I used to go to, and I saw the map because the guys that made it were in Brazil uh, are in Brazil, and they sent a map of Encino and like the valley, which is like where I am from, and it is the funniest map I have it's ever the best. seen. And I mean, well, wait, you can probably see it in the here. game, right? Yeah, you can probably see it in the game. And like, probably in the what is the map? The, the fact yeah, that an that is not Oaks what the Beach Club. <laughs> Encino Oaks Beach Club is my favorite thing. Like Encino is not near the beach. It's not like ritzy. Um, well, there are some ritzy parts in Encino, but it is. It's just hilarious. I love. I love that. Like you saying Woodley Avenue, I was like, oh my god, hilarious that we're even talking about Woodley Avenue. <laughs> they obviously well, went on like Google Maps and just like looked like it's you know. Well, it's like Addison Avenue is really easy, but then Morrison Avenue kicks your ass. And those, yeah. I'm, I swear yeah. to God, Addison and Morrison are cross streets to the random suburban street called Densmore that I lived on. Like it is that is so weird that that those are in the game. It's very bizarre. That's awesome. Well, um, so Brianna and I, we talked about uh, having like a list of some tracks that we wanted to kind of pick your guys' brains on. And she did take one of mine. Woodley Avenue was one of mine because I wanted to ask about the incorporating the Haya. So we got the answer for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of showed my hand a little bit yesterday on Twitter. Zach, I, I tweeted at you. But uh, I really, really love the Miyagi-Do dojo and the Cobra Kai dojo mm. tracks. Yeah. Now, I feel thematically it's like different but same, right? Because when I heard the Cobra Kai dojo, I was like, wait a minute, is this the same track? Like, I, I thought that maybe I got like some kind of like bad version of the soundtrack on Apple Music or something. Then I heard the guitar. So obviously the Miyagi-Do has the flute and then you have the, the electric guitar. Can you talk about uh, the decision into making the, the two tracks the same, but then the, the different instruments there? Leo, you take it. Yeah. Yeah. So the, uh, I mean, the game has kind of like two competing narratives to it. You can play as the Miyagi-Do side or the Cobra Kai side. And so 
pretty early on, like I want to say like maybe our first call with like the development team, we were discussing this idea of like, can we flavor the music differently for different, for, for like, depending on which like narrative you're, you're playing as. And actually we, there was like, it was discussed like that we would do that on basically every level, like kind of have like a Cobra Kai flavored one and a Miyagi-Do flavored one. So like in that case, take like a different level, like Reseda and like we would find some instruments to like swap around and like make it like, it would always be the same piece of music. It would just be like a different, um, like, you know, Cobra Kai would be a little more like guitars based distorted guitar. And like the Miyagi-Do, we would probably use more of like a synth flute lead or like a synth lead or maybe change some of the company meant to be like, like belly. Yeah. Some of those like eighties bells. Um, now that, that, that was biting off more than, than I, all of us could chew the development guys in terms of like implementing us, us in terms of like writing it. So it sort of became only a couple spots like this dojo, which I don't actually, because like we haven't <laughs> played it. Like I assume this is like a recurring thing where you're like, no, in the it's, dojo it's the, or it's, it's like, or is select, it like right? a menu? It's a menu it, selection. Um, I, I think it's when you enter the dojo and you have the options to upgrade your characters. Yeah, you, you go back there okay, after yeah, every yeah. level. That's what it is. It's the, yeah, yeah. 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 So because that's like a recurring one, that was like a and like in the game, the the dojos look different. I think they sent us some some screenshots of what mm-hmm. those those look mm-hmm. like. Um the uh you know that was one where it is the same piece of music. It's just flavored differently. Yeah, I um, I was listening to it and it's very serene. I I love it. My my favorite two tracks for sure. Um, cool. I what what the first time I was listening to it, I was imagining that scene in Bloodsport with you know Van Damme is is on the bus. Oh, He's yeah. About his yeah. Shidoshi. You know, like, I was like, oh man, this would be perfect right here. <laughs> You're gonna like season three. Oh, we keep hearing that. Um, so I've only, I've only, because I suck at video games and I can't get out of the parking lot in LaRusso Auto, I've only faced one boss, which is the gigantic Jeff Kaplan. He's like 17 (laughs) feet tall. Um, wait, who's Jeff Kaplan? Cruz. Cruz. Oh, because Jeff Kaplan is also the guy who created overwatch the game overwatch okay. yes i was like i was like i was like what yes i i've, I've okay. run into the wrong one a couple times on when i was looking okay. for pictures of of that's our funny. jeff um that's funny but um i i don't know if it's gonna be like a recurring thing or but i always run out of music it could just be because i suck um i run out of music it doesn't before I'm, no it doesn't it just stops Wait, really? I don't know if it's my copy or if I'm just that bad at playing that I'm like exceeding how much music and then all of a sudden uh, I have just sound effects. But mm, I love the music weird. while I'm fighting him. So That's the overall boss fight music, right? I believe so, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That so that has some differences if you're playing as Miyagi-Do, you'll get it's like I don't mean, I think that one is not as obvious, but there's like different accompaniment. Then when the like Cobra Kai, you get more guitars in it, basically. Right, right. And I was the same way with the Miyagi Do and Cobra Kai dojos. When it started, I was like, I just listened to this, and then the guitar starts, and I'm like, Oh, this is Cobra Kai now. There um, you go. Exactly. My personal favorite 
is one actually I haven't seen anybody mention as their personal favorite, and that's Smitty's. Hmm. Because Smitty's Diner. It Smitty's feels, Diner, yeah. My mom was a huge oldies fan, I'll call it, when I was a kid in the 80s, right? The 50s <laughs> was oldies. Um, now the 80s is. Ooh, that's pathetic. Um, but it's got a real, like, Bill Haley in the Comets kind of feel to it, you know, like walking into a, a, an old diner playing the jukebox. Um, it's exactly what we wanted to get out of that, so that's awesome. Is yeah. it, I haven't got to the level yet, so... I didn't know how right, broke, no, but, but that's absolutely what the music we got across to me. So when we recorded that, uh, we had our guitar player, Andrew Sinewick, who plays on all the score stuff too. Um, uh, he played that solo and I said to him, do Chuck Berry with Eddie Van Halen basically. And that's what he did. <laughs> and I was like, Take nice. so we just kept it. <laughs> hey, it works. It works. That's a fun one. That is a really fun one. Um, Zach, earlier you mentioned Mario Kart. I get a real Mario Kart feel on Oaks on the Beach Club. Like, I feel is the beach yeah, that, level. That one, that on one is extremely... Totally. Absolutely. That, that one is extremely uh, Jazz Fusion early video game influenced. Like, in fact, like that is like the lead on that is like me playing Iwi. Like the the whole melody, so like that is yeah. You could just drop that into Mario Kart, and it would probably be great. Did you ever yeah. play Wave Race sixty four? No. Uh, it was one of the first N sixty four games. It was a jet skiing. Oh yeah, uh, I played yeah, tons of great games. Maybe I have. Yeah, uh, that one is very influenced Oaks on the Beach Club, and then the other beach one, uh, Beach Street, are like the mm. beginning of Beach Street is yeah. literally a like, oh. rip off of Wave Race, basically. Man, I think Beach Party is great. I think the trio of beach tracks on this album are like pretty solid. <laughs> pretty good. I mean, let's be honest. The entire soundtrack is fire. Uh, and I think we were just kind of limiting ourselves to five tracks each. Is all like, well, obviously, we could sit here and ask about every single one of them. But yeah, I just listed the five. Uh, uh, yeah. And I like, um, like I said, the, the mall fight. Um, Shopping, shopping, mall? shopping mall and the the mall fight song from from season two. Mm-hmm. Um, you've also got two with almost identical titles that definitely play into each other. That I thought mm-hmm. had influences, which is All Valley and the All Valley Tournament, um, because it's got that vibe and it's got that same feel. And like my brain is telling me, I can actually hear Queen and and um, Miguel versus you know <laughs> Diaz versus versus Keen playing. And it's not really there, but like mm. my brain hears it. So yeah, I I don't know That's how that I don't know how you did that, or if you did it on purpose, or if it's just my brain. But yeah, I I you love know, it. Yeah, that one is um that one is very. I would say that's the most like Final Fantasy out of all of these, and Final Fantasy isn't doesn't fit really in this genre of game, but it does. The music is so good and. Um, yeah. The composer was in a band called the Black Mages, which was like a metal band that just played covers of his Final Fantasy songs, <laughs> um, and which is like what a power move. But, right? Uh, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one does. <laughs> also, yeah, Zach Robinson in that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Um, but yeah, no, like I think I think we also did kind of pay attention, you know, a little bit to. 
to the the levels as they relate to the like Cobra Kai universe. Um, I think Valley Fest, we also kind of kept that in mind. Like um, Valley, there are a few cues in here, by the way, we could talk about that uh, were rejects from the show that like did that weren't from the show um, that didn't make it in. And I think the most interesting one of those is, and I don't even know if the showrunners kind of picked up on this, but Valley Fest on the Cobra Kai game soundtrack is an altered version of um, something that we did for the bar fight in season two, episode two six. Oh, six. Two oh two oh six. six. Yeah, take which a they light. ended up using a needle drop for. But what you hear is Valley Fest. We did a score version, and that didn't make the cut. And the other really interesting one is um, Shopping Mall was actually V1 of, of what is now Hallway Hellscape. Nice. Oh, I, that's why I get the whole fight vibe from it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, we had ridden a whole Hallway Hellscape pre what it currently is. And that was was um, basically Shopping Mall, or at least the first minute of like Shopping Mall. I, so you, uh, can ima- mall, you can imagine that. Shopping Mall is actually on my list as well. Um, can you Excellent. talk about like the 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 opening of it? Where like uh, I haven't gotten to that level yet. I think I've only I'm on level four. Brianna said that she was outside the Russo uh, Auto. I made it inside, but I, but I died before I beat it. But um, it kind of <laughs> sounds like it's playing off of a radio at first. This game, this game sounds really hard. <laughs> it, it gets difficult. But it gets a little yeah, difficult. I've heard, that's great. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to get anywhere with this. Like I'm. I my thumbs are so out of practice. Oh, um, I have Nintendo Zach, thumbs so one. bad today. It's not even funny. My thumbs hurt so bad. Oh, you, you y'all don't play the amount of Call of Duty that I play. No. Um, <laughs> My husband. Oh, the Counter Strike guy. My husband says I'm strictly oh, amateur because cool. he does this like too. eight hours a day. You know. Oh so. yeah, for sure. I mean, what else do you but, do but, in quarantine? But the right. opening of it, it, it sounds like the music is playing off of like some device, and then it alternate. You know, it kind of cuts in yeah. between like the live sound. So what what was that about? And uh, that was just that? I think something like a fun kind of filter called a filter. Like mm. um, you just put slap that on there. It almost kind of sounds like. Um, Something like you hear in EDM music a lot. Um, it's just kind of like a nice little like toy to have at the beginning of a track, just to like. And then it, what's nice about it is because it, it, that's what's called a, like a, a high pass filter, and like you have no you have no bass basically. Low, so yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it's so cutting the first second it comes in. Yeah, and the second I, like, the bass and drums come in, it like feels extra powerful. I, I imagine like it was the, the opening of the scene, and we kind of like zoom in on a boombox, right? And that's yeah. what's playing. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then you zoom out, and then all of a sudden it's the, it's the actual music. So that's that's what I was envisioning since or we haven't like got to someone, that level yet. Like you hear the music through like headphones, and then yeah, you see yeah. the person put the headphones on. There you go. It's almost like okay. that kind of. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't wait to get to that level if I can even get there. <laughs> Good luck. Right? Um, we've got a, <laughs> I need, actually, I need the codes. a, a I member need of our genie. Facebook group that is like a professional video game reviewer. And he's like, oh, cool. it's fun and it's this and it's that. And he's like, but the the difficulty escalates like insanely. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah. Like the tutorial level is pretty good. You're like, yeah, I can manage this. And then the first <laughs> level is like, yeah, this is a little harder, a little harder. And then by the time you get to level three, you're like, what am I even doing? I can't get above a D minus it's 
awful. You know what? It's so fun. Yeah. Whatever. I like that. I remember back in the day, video games were freaking hard, hard. man. They were hard. Dude, like, Sega Genesis games were so hard, and, like, you couldn't save, so, like, you just sit there for, like, 14 (laughs) hours getting to the last level of Sonic, and then... And then you'd run out of lives, and then you're just like shit out of luck, and have to start oh, over man. the next time. Like the uh, video games are, video games should be hard. They should be. So I want you, a serious wait, sense of accomplishment. Playing, are you playing as Miyagi-Do or Cobra Kai? Oh, oh Miyagi-Do. Miyagi-Do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you get. Wow. So you know that here's another thing is that this is one of my favorite things ever, just in general, is like mission accomplished stings from video games. So. You know, when you pass a level, there's like a little mission accomplished, uh, and it's on the soundtrack too. And yeah. you get you get different, different one. and you get different game over um, sounds for whether you're Miyagi Do or you're Cobra Kai. So what you what you're both hearing, you don't get the the electric guitars when you when you win, but you get the flutes. Right. Mm-hmm. So congratulations. But those are my. I love those. I love those little ten seconds. Well, they they, they, they haven't won yet, so yeah. right. I know, <laughs> whenever you pass a level, you're supposed to get it. Um, who right, was right. it? Someone I, ju- I I did see someone today say that they had actually beaten it as Cobra Kai. Huh. Um, and I was like, okay, well, whoever I I can't remember who it was. It was someone that we know, and I was like, wow, I didn't realize they were really that good at video games. Um, but like picking up little bits and pieces and cues and storyline and things like that, just knowing who wrote it and who was involved in the writing and things like that and knowing that it's not, like, official canon, um, kind of think I know where the story's going because (laughs) why else would you have to beat it as both dojos to get the real ending? Um, But I will find out for sure when I get there, I guess, which will be this Mm. time next year, maybe. <laughs> At the speed I'm playing, you need a couple training montages and you'll be good to yeah. go. Right? I don't. I have not uh, seen anywhere that there's a difficulty setting. I think it's I just, haven't gone to the options. I went straight to play game. Um, all that's in okay. options is the um, music volume, sound effect volume, dialogue volume, mm. and then something else. But it's not difficulty. That means I you got to get. Yeah, you got to keep practicing. I guess. Yeah. The uh, the survive. last <laughs> um, the last track I have uh, in, in my top five I'm gonna call it is uh, it, it's I, I guess it's a cutscene tension um, it's kind of a mid tempo like I really like that so why, why is it called cutscene is that just is not in the game or it is no yeah. cutscenes in video games are the um, cutscenes are the in- cinematic uh, non playable moments so every anytime the you see, like. The dialogue, exactly. So, like, Hawk and Dimitri, I did see the very beginning of the game, and I know that there's, like, the conversation with, like, the principal right. and Hawk mm. and Dimitri. Right. So whenever there's, like, a tense moment, they play that cutscene tension, and then uh. whenever there's, uh, whenever it's kind of new- neutral, it was the other thing, where it's just kind of, like, they need the energy. Um, right, that's right. the other, yeah. That makes a lot of sense, but, yeah, tension's my favorite one, and not gonna lie, I, I guess, you know, for the uh, purpose of, like, you know, playing the game and like getting ready for this interview, I found the dialogue distracting. I was like, I want to hear the damn music, right. <laughs> you know. But uh, that, that's yeah, that's what the soundtrack is for. But yeah, um, so that's mine. You know, the the double dojo tracks, shopping mall, Woodley Ave, Oaks on the Beach Club, and cutscene. 
is nice. uh, oh retention. Sorry, yeah, those, those, those are my five. Yeah. I, I didn't even write my favorites down. I just know that my number oh. one favorite is Smitty's. Um, yeah, nice. and <laughs> I I really Smitty's. do like All Valley. I really do like Shopping Mall. Um, cool. Encino is fun. Leo, what Encino's are your a favorites? Good one. Yeah, and Reseda and Encino. What are my favorites? Reseda's, Reseda's my favorite by far. I love oh, nice. Reseda. I, I like just think Reseda. it's like, it's so freaking fun. My favorite is Staff Roll. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew you staff were roll say is that. like is like a special place in my heart. Is staff roll? Because oh, like, please explain. Uh, staff roll is like I don't even know why I call it staff roll. It was like supposed to be just called end credits, and I just like we're calling it staff roll because I think <laughs> I like played a bunch of video games and I listened to the. I used to download the soundtracks like off nice. Napster or whatever. And then like, they used to just be called staff roll because like, I don't know right. that's just what they were called. That's and what they I, and I just like that. That was the very last thing we wrote. And it was like, can you just like do an end credits track and it can be three and a half to four minutes long. And, and, and it, you know, it's like got that feeling of like being done and we're having fun. And I was like, like, let's do it. So we wrote this track and I just love the vibe I love like the feel goodness of it, and um, it's just the unsung hero, in my opinion. Okay, because it's just question. at the it, it's at the end of the game. You're never going to hear it unless you beat it. I have a, I have a question. <laughs> or for just you listen two. to the soundtrack. Speaking yes. of speaking of credits, now we found out a couple of weeks ago um, that Luan and Joe and Michael worked with Arthur to write it. Why did you two? wait till yesterday or why did you have to wait to, or not yet the day before yesterday why did you have to wait until the day before release to announce that you did the music for it it's a wonderful it's a question. great question um uh we you know we got to get those like 12 studio lawyers back in this uh chat <laughs> and, really? and ask them also what uh you know all that stuff just has to go through like miles and miles of like clearance and sign offs on like every press release. And like, sometimes it happens quickly and sometimes it happens slowly. And, uh, you know, it would have been fun to announce it earlier, but actually I think just kind of coinciding it all with the release is like pretty fun too, to just like, we really wanted to make sure the album came out on the same day as the game and we achieved that. Mm -hmm. And so, and it almost, that, that feels like, that feels like a hard earned battle one. Um, so I'm, I'm content with that. Maybe that's what it is because it's, you know, it's a, it's a separate entity too. It is also the, 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 a separate soundtrack, you know, um, and not just the game itself, you know, you guys can, or the people can purchase a soundtrack. So maybe that's why it's super complicated. And karate kid is very complicated with the rights. Like it's all over the place. The whole Mm. IP is yeah. a mess, in my opinion. There's just like everyone owns everything, and so, but it all comes back to Sony, and um, it's just tough. And yeah, with a video game and you're licensing from Sony, and then you've got the music from the game, it's like it was just the whole thing. And we were also trying yeah. to find the special way to like, you know, say the information and end up just being so late that we just like we just we just had to announce, and that's what happened. Um, well, due to Does Nintendo anyone... really, really sucking at their U.S. release schedule, I actually got the soundtrack album before I was allowed to play the game, even though the game downloaded at midnight. Oh, 
Because they, oh wow. They didn't turn it on until noon. It downloaded at midnight, but they wouldn't turn it on for us to play it until noon. That's so oh, weird. I, I had That's no pretty clue. <laughs> Everyone That's is all so over weird. Twitter screaming, why can't we play this game? Wow. And they just never uh, answered us. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I was going to say that I've got like 10 more minutes, but if anyone had any questions, um, okay. I don't know if anyone's watching. Oh, yeah, from the comments. Before we start asking the questions, just to kind of go back to um, – you know, you, you you announcing that you guys did the soundtrack to the video game. I thought it was funny that uh, John Hurwitz's last Q and A on Twitter on the 11th. <laughs> yeah, he guys he, like, oh, maybe uh, can, can you guys say anything about it <laughs> or whatever? I remember when Leo texted me on that Sunday morning and was like, uh, can, "Can we say anything about it?" <laughs> I just said well because we were waiting we were we were waiting to hear back whether we could like give our announcement or not and so it was just funny because like yeah it was just funny well and then he did it Monday too when you guys said you were getting ready to make an announcement and you said you were going to make it at two and then at like two fifteen he's like you're late <laughs> he did oh, really I didn't see yeah that. he did I didn't see that did. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did not see that. I saw that. Yeah. Well, you know what's also funny is that John, Josh, and Hayden, like, we finished uh, season three in, like, February of last year. And then, like, you know, we don't don't get to talk to them as much as we'd like when we're on the off-season. But it's funny that we went and just did this entire, like, Cobra Kai-related endeavor for, like, months. And just they were not. They were involved, but not with us. Like, we did not talk to them at all. And then we just, like, Sent them an album. Sent them the album. Here's an hour's (laughs) worth of Cobra Kai music. Like, enjoy. Like, probably really funny for them. Your baby's been cheating on you. Here it is. Exactly right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Oh, okay. So we do have a question in here. Um, Michael Tobin is asking, "What was it like to play Cobra Kai tracks at the Whiskey A Go Go?" Oh, oh best. best thing ever. Oh, best night ever. Like, it was truly the best night, the best night ever. Um, Billy was there Billy, playing with you guys. Billy, the whole there. gang was there. Like, seriously, the whole, the whole crew The was whole there. gang was there. I, pretty much everyone from the show was there except for Ralph because he, like, couldn't make it out, like, on the timeline. Um, the, uh, yeah, I mean, that was everything about that concert was a blast. We, uh, the venue was like the only venue I think we would have wanted to, to premiere that show in. Um, and really the whole process was actually really important for us creatively, kind of like going back to all of these, it was in between us working on seasons two and three. And we like went back, uh, to kind of expand all of these tracks from the show to be like live performance things. And in the process, I think like did a lot of like background music work in our head that we then kind of could bring, you know, when we started on season three, which we won't talk about, but just in terms of like working out the material, we got to like work out some material in, in prepping for the, for that show. Yeah. That's very cool. I think it would have been interesting if, if Ralph were able to make that at some point in the future, he has portrayed someone who plays just about every instrument on the planet I, I think true. the only thing he plays is the piano, right? 
He has that Telecaster, I know, from Crossroads. And I know this because he just sent me a very nice birthday email and he sent me the picture of the Telecaster. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, that's tight that you have that Telecaster. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I know that he plays that. But if we could have him and uh, Billy play on it, wow. Oh, yeah. We, Can you imagine that? Yeah, we got to get them both up there to jam. Well, can Billy he actually good. play the guitar, though? I know they taught him to fake it really well. I mean, I think Ryder taught him, but he taught oh. him to fake it. Did he teach him to uh, actually play it? I don't know. I mean, if I, I had a know. guitar like that, I'd learn how to play. I'd assume that he that he learned how to play a little bit. How do you not learn from Ry Cooter when he's standing right in front of you? Exactly. And when you have just this, like, beautiful instrument. But right. Billy was really good, by the way. Like, Billy, like, knocked <laughs> out of the park. Yes. Yeah, man, nice. he learned everything. Uh, we'll he take a couple. He of rehearsal extremely prepared. He seems like he would be. He, I mean, he just seems like he takes everything he does so seriously. And he's been doing music in various forms for so long that I, I think that, you know, that he'd be just as devoted to that, too. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll take a couple more questions. Uh, Kaz asked two, but I'll just um, ask one of them. Would you release your music on CD vinyl? If yes, would you sell signed copies? CD or vinyl? CD or vinyl? Yeah, he's slash. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the, you know we. Do I have, I don't you know. We have CD for season one. Does he yes. know? Yeah, I, I I don't know if he meant the game, but you know, oh, in general, game. yeah. Oh, obviously, oh, oh. the other two are on CD. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the game. I mean, yeah. If someone wanted to put it, I, out, if someone wants, if someone wants to release it to it to get it in a physical form, like we need a label to like mm. want to do it. Um, I see. Okay. But Doesn't uh, Sony you like know, hopefully own I, a record studio? <laughs> well, they do. I mean, the 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 digital album is be released through Sony's Madison Gate Records, uh, but like the physical element in 2020 is is much more complicated. So it tends to like, especially for like film and TV and and game stuff, like it it ends up through kind of more boutique uh, labels for yeah. releasing it. Who, uh, who kind of like make a business of, of doing it's usually like a smaller run of, of CDs that are then kind of like collector's items. I would be okay. very we, interested in the there. vinyl. Like you guys music on this. vinyl would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one day, one day, we'll one day. Uh, last question comes from uh, Carrie. Uh, she asked, how do you take existing music? For example, the Conti score and make new music that feels in the spirit of that? Um, that's a great question. The, uh, you know, when we kind of start, when we started on the show, we listened to all the Conti stuff to just like get a flavor for it. And I think what we kind of determined is it's not any, like what people really connect with that music isn't so much like any theme in particular. It's more about like the sounds of it you've got the pan flutes and you've got like the orchestra and there's like a couple like fun um, ways Conti uses the orchestra. And so we kind of were like, okay, well, we're not going to use any of the Conti. We're just going to kind of come from the same sounds of inspiration that he used and then like write like a parallel thing that feels appropriate for the show. So it's like, uh, it's like an influence. And there's some spots where we, we take, um, there's like one little motif in particular of Conti's that, that we found uh, is is pretty malleable to like use here and there. And so 
do a little bit of that, but um, it's mostly just kind of like a sonic inspiration. Well, because like, I mean, you guys took Miyagi Rattle's bones and you blended it into Malphite and you made it sound like they had been one piece their entire lives when they're not. They're 35 years apart. Mm-hmm. Um, I was impressed as hell by that. I mean, for, for, for what it's worth, it, you know, because I've been listening to this music for 35 years and to hear that lead into something completely different was just, I loved it. And plus, you brought Mr. Miyagi into the mall fight. And I thought that was we, amazing. We had to. We had to. And that's one of our favorite. Mall fight is like one of our top, top cues that we love very much. All right. Uh, as we wrap up here, um, do you guys have anything you want to promote? Uh, obviously, the, the soundtrack to the video game dropped uh, yesterday. Um, Zach, your album, The Construct, came to vinyl uh, oh, not yeah. too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Speak yeah. vinyl. Everyone should go buy that. It's freaking awesome. I've been playing it. Uh, got it. Nonstop. We've got some great. Like, I'll just I'll just say that we are um, we're really excited for season three. Like, we are very excited. We've been sitting on this music yeah, for a long it's, time. It's gonna it's gonna be great. It's the album is like really good. Like it just feels really good, and it's the first time that we we you know we've been putting it together now. And um, is, is Leo going to play some of it? Is, say we're we're going oh, for a walk. No, 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 no. I'm I'm uh, I'm just giving you guys a tour of, of my apartment. No, I'm plugging my laptop in. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, so we're we're just excited for you for you all to see. We have some great artwork for the album, and um, it's just going to be awesome. And the fact that it's just like so many more people get to hear it and see it because of Netflix is like. Couldn't ask really for anything better. For it's so Amazing. exciting. Right. So exciting. Do, do you guys know when we can expect to uh, possibly pre-order or order the season three when that when that comes out? Well, it'll the definitely album? come out the day. I imagine it'll come out the day the day the show comes out. Okay. Yeah, we try to make that make that a thing, and um, yeah, I guess that's yeah. January eighth is coming up. So we're yeah, finally going to get you guys your outstanding original score Emmy this year, right? Oh, man. We'll, we'll see. I Netflix mean, I, a, I hope. I will see. That's a hard We just that's always laugh. Like, you'll, you'll hear, you know, when you hear the soundtrack, you will laugh. Leo made a joke the other day that was like, we should subtitle the soundtrack, like, music from your favorite half-hour comedy. Because it is, <laughs> it is, it is not music from a half-hour comedy. It is insane. It is insane. Like it's so funny that like this is the score for a quote-unquote half-hour comedy. Like it's just not what it is. <laughs> that's amazing. All right, so that that's gonna end it. I want to thank everybody in the chat there and those that uh, got to tune in live. Leo, Zach, thank you guys for coming on. Thank and, you. Oh, thank, yeah, you guys, thank you guys for having us. It's it is so fun. Yeah, yeah, can't wait to talk to you guys about season three. So we don't have anything for you after this. So feel free to disconnect when we end. Uh, Brianna, you, you want to say anything before we um, end it? I'm a cartoon. Oh yeah, follow Brianna on social media. She just she was featured in uh, uh, Cobra Kai. Help me out with the name. Cobra Kai Flick? fandom. Cobra Kai fandom. fandom. Fighting flicks. Fighting um, flicks. There you go. Sean Kanan and I are saving the fandom from John Hurwitz's evil uncle Zach, and it's awesome. 
So check it out. Check out the YouTube video. Okay. It's so funny. It sounds amazing. It sounds incredible. I don't have anything, but um, thanks, everybody, and uh, we'll see you all next time. All right. Thanks, everyone. All right. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.